and welcome back to the Fitness Fee Podcast. And today I am talking to the lovely Angie, who it's been a while since I've spoken to Angie. Um, and she now has a beautiful newborn. Um, so if you hear any noises, <laughs> that's what he'll be there in the background. So hi, Angie, how are you? Hi, I'm good, thank you. Yes, I've got uh, Eric, who is 10 weeks today, and he's currently latched onto my boobs. So apologies if you hear any uh, <laughs> snuffling or anything like that. Um, but I'm sure you'll you'll, you'll enjoy the little the little noises. Oh, those if, newborn baby noises are, are amazing. Yeah. <laughs> if he does start crying, I'll just mute myself. But I think we'll be absolutely fine. He seems to be falling asleep, so we're all good. But yes, thank you so much for having me on. I absolutely love this topic, and I'm more than happy to talk about it. Yes. So today's topic we're going to be talking about is. Dun, dun, dun. Christmas. I was going to have like some music, some like, <laughs> I should have bought uh, some Mariah Carey actually <laughs> playing in the background. Um, so the dreaded Christmas season is upon us already, and I'm sure there are some people out there who have already started to do nights out maybe for Christmas, work do's and stuff might have even started because what are we now? Almost the end of November. Mm-hmm. Um, my kids, I, I hands up. I have got my Christmas decorations up already. Have you? Uh, oh my god! Yeah. Oh yeah. I am like well into. <laughs> I love Christmas. It's my favorite time of year. Um, I like the lead up for it. Once you hit like after Christmas presents on Christmas Day, everything's downhill from there. Um, <laughs> I leave. I leave my tree up for as long as possible. So I put it up around the first, that kind of first week of December. Yeah. And then literally I stretch, stretch that last, how many week? how many days is it? 12 it's days after 12, Christmas. 12 days, isn't it? 12 yeah. days before, 12 days afterwards, I think. Yeah, so right, I, I, yeah I do go, I leave it till New Year and then that's it, it's down then. But um, so today it is, my kids did, did the board this morning. It's 34 days till Christmas. Oh. That's basically a month really, isn't it? It is. So five weeks today is Boxing Day, I think. Oh my God. Yeah, so there you go. Um, so negotiating Christmas now a lot of people have fear um, panic struggle with the thought of how can I manage Christmas and stay within my goals how can I if your goal is say dieting how can I do that with endless nights out parties meals things that are maybe off the cuff um I don't know if you're in an office or maybe like a teacher the constant battle of chocolates biscuits mince pies everything's left around temptation is there left right and center and then all the foods that you probably never eat in the whole 11 months of the other year of the year um all come back onto the shelves and you're like obviously bombarded with this so tips and tricks for how to negotiate it um and how to help people not fear this period of of time because it is meant to be fun and enjoy it and making memories not going in with it thinking i'm dreading it because of the food and the drink side of it mm. yeah i mean i've already had a couple of messages from clients myself saying oh my god i'm a bit worried about christmas and that kind of thing and i definitely i do think it is a challenging time of year if you have a fat loss goal. I remember being 
about five years ago my goal was fat loss and I was like shit Christmas is happening what am I going to do and I think there's quite a lot of different approaches you can um take and that really is depending on what you want to get out of it and also what your coach might recommend so typically I will always say to my clients we could do this 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 what do you think you would want to do so for example I might say we can look at this period as just being a maintain uh, maintenance period. So instead of looking at fat loss, let's look at just ticking a few boxes and you maintaining your weight for now. We might even take uh, weight away from them. So get rid of scale weight tracking, because sometimes that can be a real trigger to people, especially around this time of year. Or there is a case of um, doing, you know, following a calorie deficit and cutting back in places. So banking some calories and then, you know, having some extra calories on those social occasions or not tracking so there are quite a few different ways you can go uh, go about it and it really is depending on what you know what you want to do and for some people they might might not know like for some of my newer clients they're like I don't know what approach to take can you just tell me and we will take a particular approach and see how that goes and you know if we need to change it midway we will um but I think one of the 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 main things that I discuss with my clients is create your future Christmas this Christmas. So say, for example, every single Christmas in the past, however many years you are of age, um, you've always binged at Christmas. You've always then got to January and like really restricted and dieted down. And you don't want that to happen again. You know, you want to maintain either your weight loss from this year or, you know, you want to still continue losing weight, design your Christmas this year, like see it as an opportunity of, right, last Christmas, I went to that Christmas do, and I stuffed myself, I felt sick, I then went home, and I binged on more, and then I restricted the next day, scrap that, like actually physically write out, how do I want this to go this year, I get my clients to do a lot of journaling around this time of year, so, you know, what would my future self do, how do I want my Christmas to look, because to me, I like being a little bit greedy at Christmas. I eat a whole Terry's chocolate orange in one go. You know, I'm able to go to my Christmas dinner and eat till I'm a little bit too full, you know, but I don't over restrict the next day. That And, and that helps me um, maintain my habits, if that makes sense, because I don't then lead into this like yo-yo dieting cycle of binge restrict, binge restrict. Mm. It's okay, I ate a bit too much yesterday. I'm just going to, carry on as normal today and actually because I'm fuller from yesterday that's leveled things out so there's a lot I've probably thrown a load of different approaches in there but there's a lot of things you can do around this time of year to kind of support your goals yeah yeah I think it is definitely looking about how you want to look uh, feel uh, in the time isn't it and moving through the time because I think either you find the people take the approach now of leading up to Christmas of like, I'm going to go super restrictive. I'm going to like lose as much weight as I can, as I possibly can up until Christmas. So therefore that will give me the allowance to eat absolutely everything in sight for the next like two week Christmas period. And then as soon as like January the 1st comes or January the 2nd, they then drop back straight back into that super restrictive um, cycle, which I don't think is a healthy no mindset to have because you know you don't know how to manage it do you I think like you say moving to a maintenance phase is much easier on the mindset rather than worrying about how am I going to maintain it and then it's not going to create the the guilty feeling of going out and 
having a nice time with you know with your work office mates or whatever or workmates or your family um enjoying like the christmas markets or whatever you know or evenings out and hot chocolate and things like that without feeling guilty because you're thinking oh my god i'm on a diet i shouldn't be having this mm. shouldn't be doing this um because there i mean you there is probably going to be a time where you you are at maintenance and then there might be some days when you're actually in a deficit because like you say you you're full up you don't feel hungry you don't feel that you need to eat at maintenance that day so you could actually be in a deficit that day and when you look at it then over the longer period of time it all kind of like say balances out then doesn't it yeah yeah absolutely i mean let's say if we go down the route of a client who wants to continue to lose fat or you know, tracking calories wise wants to maintain with a slight loss, you definitely can go the approach of, you know, banking your calories throughout the week. But you do have to set an agenda when you go out to that meal. So it's not okay, you know, let's eat everything in sight. You do have to remind yourself that, okay, you know, I've planned to have this meal, this snack, this glass of wine, and that's all I'm having. But also remind yourself of the things that you're going to get out of that meal apart from the food. So, you know, mm -hmm. I'm going to have that social experience. I'm going to have a good time with my friends. I'm going to have a good dance on the dance floor. There's so much more to social experiences over Christmas than just food or alcohol, you know, and I think that's really important. And that's something that comes with practice. And also, once you've practiced setting that agenda in the years or months to come you won't have to do that anymore like this is something that I personally had to do myself around Christmas time I would go to like friends meals or whatever and just say to myself like today I'm going to be really present I'm going to you know eat what I've planned but also I'm going to make sure I laugh I compliment someone you know I make sure that I don't know I, I enjoy my experience here mm -hmm. and I set myself an agenda now that just happens I don't have to do that anymore because I go out for a meal with my friends to enjoy the experience I don't go out just to eat yes the food is delicious so I think setting an agenda is really important as well you know yeah I think that's a really good tip that I think also as well with people who have a lot of things in their social calendars leading up one thing that i say to them is if right sit down and write down everything that you've got planned out and look at what is the most important ones to you so mm. you know if just going out for drinks or or like you know some going out with your workmates versus like a family get together with family that you might not have seen like for i don't know 6 months of the year or something that's probably going to be more important for you than meeting up with some work colleagues so you know you could make compromise on on yeah. the work one you might go okay right I'm gonna like only have two drinks there I'm gonna drive or I'm gonna drive and you know just enjoy it for what it is the one with my family is more important to me so I want to be able to go there and have the foods that I want to have with guilt-free without thinking like I'm on a diet so I think that's another good way to also look at them, especially if you've got things every single weekend leading up to the Christmas period. Yeah, absolutely. And with, with the compromise stuff, like in the future, you probably, if you were doing Christmas without the fat loss goal, you probably wouldn't always overeat and always overdrink at these occasions anyway. You probably would naturally compromise on some Um so yeah, I completely agree. And, and writing it out, this is something that I get my clients to do, is write out all of their social events. And then we kind of go, right, 
this one's more important than that one. I'll compromise on that one, like you said. Um, yeah, completely agree. And also just remember that if you're in a fat loss phase right now, like this is probably the only Christmas that you might have to do that. Like mm -hmm. you might be quite meticulous about it this year. You might have to think about calories. You might have to think about, you know, um, compromising. But next year, if you, you know, lose the, the fat, the weight that you want to, next year, you won't have to take such like a serious approach to it. You can be a bit, you know, a bit more, what's the word? flexible yeah flexible and intuitive about things yeah. you know so see if this is the year you know that you've really focused on your fat loss goals and you want to continue throughout Christmas like this year is the only year that you might have to do that so you might only have to compromise this year and next year it might feel a lot easier for you to do that because your habits and your um values will be more ingrained yeah I think also going into events and situations knowing that you've got control of what you want to do planning ahead i think that mindset helps helps more than not go where you're going into a situation where you're not sure what you're going to do where then people find that they panic and they just kind of like go with the crowd sort of thing yeah. and then they the next day they're beating themselves up going well i wish i hadn't made that choice if i'd planned ahead a little bit i probably wouldn't have made that choice but i just felt a bit bamboozled with everything i was a bit all overwhelmed Whereas, you know, a lot of places have their menus online now. So just doing a little, just taking that little bit of time to think about how do I want to, how do I want to feel? What are my choices going to be? Can I make, am I happy making a choice now? And then going into that situation thinking, okay, I've made my decision. I know what I'm going to do. And then you can just enjoy the experience for what it is without panicking about, you know, ordering off a menu because a lot of my clients say that they go, oh, well, I, I don't know what I'm going to be ordering. I'll, I'll be like, am I ordering the right thing? Or, you know, is this right for my goals? And then they get themselves in all into a panic and a state about it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And I agree. Like I've, I've had clients say this, um, the same. And there's again, two approaches you can take here. There's the approach of actually, I'm going to have what I want today. I'm going to enjoy what I want. And it doesn't matter about the calories or actually this meal doesn't mean that much to me. So this is a meal that I'm going to, you know, make sure that I get my serving of protein. You know, I'm making sure that I get some fruit or veggies in there and that kind of thing. So looking at, is this meal, uh, what's the, the term? Oh, I got baby brain. I don't know, but <laughs> basically, just picking picking the meals that you want to really, really enjoy, yeah. and have uh, allowing yourself to have what you want. But that doesn't mean you have to go balls to the wall with the meal. You know, you don't have to overeat. You can sit there and be present, be mindful, enjoy the meal, put your knife and fork down, talk, you know, and and stop when you are full. And then there's other meals that don't really matter that much that you can be like, okay, actually, I'm going to have a, you know, a meal that is, you know, fits in with my calories or fits in with the, you know, the plate method of a palm of protein and that kind of thing. I think the, the first thing to remember is try not to panic. It's just, yeah. I hate, I hate the term of it's just food, but it is just food. Like you can yeah. control when you stop eating. You actually can do that. You can put your knife and fork down if you're not enjoying the meal anymore. And you can go, do you know what? Actually, I don't, I'm not enjoying this. Or this is absolutely delicious. I didn't think I would enjoy this meal. It might be over my calories, but that's okay. Cause I'm going to enjoy this meal. And tomorrow, you know, I carry on as normal. Yeah. I think letting go of the anxiety and just reminding yourself, I am in control. 
I am in control here of what goes in my mouth, you know, because that's the problem. We set the intention of, oh my God, what am I going to do? I'm going to lose my shit. I'm going to, you know, lose control of everything. No, you know, if you were put in a, in a restaurant with just a bowl of chips in front of you, you can stop when you're full you can you know if you're not enjoying them anymore you can say oh no actually no more so yeah just reminding yourself that you are in control yeah so uh, but obviously a a big thing that comes up at this time of year which I think I've got quite a few clients that are are teachers um like really struggle with like the staff room um negotiations you know like and especially when parents start bringing in gifts and they're always like chocolates or or alcohol and like you know how do they how do they um have you got any tips on how they would maybe negotiate avoiding like you know the the picking at the the celebrations like one becomes five before you know it you've like you've had 10 or 20 throughout yeah I mean this is talking about instant gratification delaying your gratification right so do you want the biscuit now or do you want the biscuit later like when's it actually gonna taste the best to you and thinking about your like experiences with food so when do you enjoy that biscuit the most do you enjoy it randomly scoffing your face or do you enjoy it at 4 p.m with a cup of tea when you sit down and just have a bit of a breather probably at 4 p.m when you have a sit down and a breather so really thinking about right yes, I've got all of these chocolates and biscuits in front of me, but do I actually enjoy them when I stand here and, you know, eat five just very quickly? No, I don't enjoy them. I don't enjoy that experience. I don't enjoy the guilt and shame after. So Mm. actually I'm going to stick to my guns and I'm going to get those five biscuits. I'm going to, you know, place them on my office desk. Sorry, it's just a massive poo. (laughs) And um, I thought you might've heard it. And and then, you know, and having them a bit later on, you know, setting yourself up for being able to enjoy that food when you want to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. I think most people don't enjoy that sensation of, um, you know, seeing all of this chocolate and biscuits and stuff. They don't enjoy it because they they eat it straight away. And actually, if you delay your gratification, you then feel more empowered about your decision. It is difficult. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I go into a supermarket now. I absolutely love gold coins. Like, it's cheap shit chocolate, I know, but I absolutely love gold gold coins. And I do have to have a conversation with myself if they're at the checkout because they're only 80p or a quid. And I'm like, oh, do I want them? And I know once I open that bag of gold coins, they're going there because they're just delicious. I love them. But you, I have to say to myself, if I buy them now, I'm going to eat them all probably in the car, then get home. I won't feel that hungry for lunch. And then I've eaten chocolate for lunch. And then I'm probably going to be hungry again in an hour. And it's just going to, you know, muddle up my day. So I either don't buy the chocolate there and then I don't reach for the chocolate there and then or I do. And I save it for a time. I'm really going to enjoy it. You have to you have to feel like you're in a position of control and confidence you know I I have control over this situation right now the biscuit tin is not speaking to me however many people want to say that you know the chocolate was just calling my name no it's not (laughs) you're telling yourself that um and also like probably most of the time you don't really enjoy it like you don't really enjoy eating all this chocolate. So if you if you don't enjoy it, don't do it. Yeah. Choose a meal that's going to fill you up and fuel yourself properly. I used to work in an office. I took a year out of personal training and I worked in an office. And the temptation is there and it's horrendous. And I hated that, you know, office environment of Donut Friday. Oh, we've got a Poon oh. Army going on, I think. Um, <laughs> it's Donut Friday and, you know, 
chocolate is everywhere but I used to just go okay well I've got a choice here I can either fill my fill myself up for 20 seconds whilst I eat this biscuit or chocolate or fill myself up for the next three hours by by having my lunch and having a bit of chocolate afterwards you know so I think just reminding yourself of what fills you up for longer can be really helpful but yeah I think the teaching environment is hard and also um I've got a lot of clients that work in the NHS and that's very the same. You know, they get a lot of gifts at Christmas, wine, chocolate, biscuits, all of this. And it is difficult. But if you set yourself up for the day, you take in your breakfast, take in your lunch, take in your snacks, you have those things and say to yourself, well, if I still fancy a chocolate, I'll have it after my lunch. I'll have it after my breakfast. You know, I think just delaying that gratification is really key. Yeah. One of the tips I gave uh, one of my clients last year was because she really struggles with like the end of school thing as well when they finish and Christmas, like the gifts that they get. And she said it's always chocolate and biscuits. Yeah. And, she said, and like, I really don't, she said, I don't know what to do. She said, because I, I feel she said, I don't want them because it, it doesn't meet with my goals. She said, it just makes it so much harder. Um, she said, but then I feel guilty because they've given it to me as a gift. And I just suggested to her, I said, well, why don't you keep some of it, the one, you know, few pieces that you really like and the rest of it, maybe give it away to a food bank. I said, because then somebody else is benefiting from it. I said, you know, and I'm sure if you're like, you know, if the parents found out, I said, they don't really expect you to eat all of the chocolate and the biscuits that you're going to accumulate from like 30 different parents. Um and somebody who is less fortunate than you is going to, you know, enjoy that. So that might be an idea as well for some people who are struggling with receiving chocolate. Because, you know, people can give it for Christmas as well. And then you end up with all this chocolate that like, you're not quite sure, oh, I'm just going to have to eat it all. Well, you don't have to. You could actually give it away to somebody else who might not have any at all and might like a nice little bit of chocolate or a packet of biscuits or whatever. So that's I think that's quite a nice thing to do, especially at this time of year when you know so many people are not getting enough at the moment yeah I mean also on that note you could if you are a teacher let's say you could say to your students you know if if your mummy and daddy want to buy me a gift this year I don't want any chocolate I want you to save your money you know especially at this this year especially with the you know recession and that kind of thing that's going on tell tell your students to save their money you know or I don't know have a little pot on your table and say actually I'm collecting money for charity that might be an idea the one thing I would say about giving away chocolate and biscuits is we don't want that to become an issue I've had this with clients around Easter time where they you know they've been giving so many chocolates and it's like oh I've got to give it away because I can't have it in the house and then that becomes a trigger food and a fear food one thing you can do is actually just use those chocolates and biscuits that you're given as a bit of a challenge as actually this year I'm going to prove to myself that I don't have to eat everything in one go and actually if I you know have a pack of biscuits in the cupboard that are open I don't have to complete them in one go I have one or two a day and really going in with the mindset of this is what my future self would do you know this is what the person I want to become I want to become somebody who can have all of these chocolates and biscuits in the house and not fear them and not be triggered by them and prove to yourself that you can do that you know that's essentially probably what we, me and you have both done we probably mm. had those fear foods and trigger foods and there are always going to be particular foods like me 
my chocolate coins and my Terry's chocolate orange. They are my favorite things. And I'm always going to eat the lot because I really enjoy it. And it doesn't make me feel guilty because I enjoy it. But I can have biscuits and mince pies and things in the house because I don't feel triggered by them because I've worked through them. You know, I've kept them in the house. I've planned a time that I'm going to eat them. I'm going to have a mince pie after lunch. I'm going to thoroughly enjoy it. And that's the one mince pie I'm going to have today. The next I do exactly the same. And, you know, if you practice, 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 it becomes a habit. And then you actually enjoy that one mince pie instead of a six, you know? Yeah, yeah. But I think also bringing them in and saying, actually, I'm not going to fear you anymore. I'm going to have you in the house. And I'm going to try a little bit of, you know, each of you. And I might not enjoy the Fox's biscuits. I might enjoy the M&S biscuits more. And then I know in the future, if I get given Fox's biscuits, I won't bother opening that pack. And I might give those away because they're not worth it, you know? So I think bringing them in and and working with through them, that's a lot. I do that a lot with clients now. I'm like, don't throw them away. Let's work yeah. through them and let's no longer make them a trigger food or a fear food. So I yeah. think that can be helpful. But it is hard, you know. I do I do feel sorry for teachers and, you know, people in the uh, public service uh, work because they do get a lot of stuff that they don't particularly want, you know, yeah. even things like bubble baths. I'm sure teachers yeah. are like sick to death of <laughs> being given bubble bath. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very true. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Well, I think um, <laughs> little uh, Eric wants to uh, wants his mum's undivided attention now. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> yeah, he's a little bit poorly at the moment, so um, I've just picked a bogey out of his nose. I tell you what, parenthood is lovely. Poo bogeys, <laughs> all of it, all of it, all of those things that you never knew you were going to do before. Oh, no. I know we were talking on Instagram yesterday, weren't we, about snot sucker? Oh, she yes. told me that she got an electronic one. I didn't even yeah. know they existed. Yeah, yeah. It got recommended to me by uh, when I lived in Saudi, because obviously I had my kids in Saudi by a, a mum out there. And she was like, yeah, because I'd had like the little squeezy ones that you meant and they never really worked she was like oh no you need to get this little machine so I did and I used to use it on the time all the time on the kids they used to hate it I used to like scream their heads off but I just sound like a right awful mother now but I tell you what I used to do the trick though I used to like clear their noses like no problem sorted yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's now cottoned on to the fact that if I go near his nose, I've got the snot sucker in here. Yeah. He's <laughs> yeah, like, no, 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 you're not getting, you're not getting <laughs> in there, but never mind. But yeah, I hope that was helpful. Um, I was just going to say, I do actually have a webinar available if anybody wants it on um how to feel confident at Christmas. It's in the link in my bio. It's only seven ninety nine. Okay, I shall, um, I shall put your... um your links in anyway in the bottom yeah. of the um the podcast and i shall tag you when i stick it out on insta as well anyway so awesome right well if i don't speak to you before i'm sure i will though but uh have a lovely day uh, and, and uh, christmas and, and christmas, christmas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Eric's first christmas yeah i know he he won't get anything out of it really this year but no lights, but, yeah. oh but you will Yes. It's always lovely there first Christmas. Thanks for having me on, Fee. All right, cheers, Angie. I'll see you, you soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.